What the fuck is up, everybody? My name is James, and you are listening to the Boys, Brews, and Beyond podcast, episode 18. Um, this is going to be a solo episode. I'm going to keep it short and sweet, because uh, it's just me this week, and honestly, one side of conversation doesn't really last too long. Um, I missed the intro sound. Believe it or not, I opened my beer and my mic was muted. So, uh, no intro sound this week. I am, though, drinking a nice beer. I'm drinking... Uh, triple broccoli. It's an Imperial India Pale Ale from Other Half. Me, Paul, and Dan. Uh, like I said on last episode, we went that day. Actually, this is from that day. Uh, so I'm slowly making it through what I bought. And um, I'll tell you right now if it's good. It's very good, actually. Um, cool. What's up? So I hope everybody had a good holiday, good Thanksgiving. Um, I know I did spend the holidays with my, uh, my very small Jewish side of the family. Uh, my dad's side is real tiny. I think it's, there's like seven or eight of us. Uh, so real small crowd. It's a really good time though. Um, but like I said, I hope you guys had a good holiday and, uh, the new holidays are coming up. Whether you use a Jew, whether you use one of them Catholics or a Christian or all that shit. Uh, are there other holidays? In like the December time is no offense. I don't mean any offense by this, but when when's Kwanzaa and does anyone celebrate it? Because truthfully, truthfully, I've never in my life met someone who celebrates Kwanzaa, and I'm not saying I don't believe it. Like I'm not a Kwanzaa conspiracy theorist. I just you know my eyes believe what my eyes see. You know. I've never seen someone celebrating Kwanzaa personally. Obviously, I'm fucking around. I know Kwanzaa exists. And I know there's people who celebrate it. Beautiful people. I've just never met one. So, if you do celebrate Kwanzaa, and by any chance you listen to this white-ass podcast, uh, let me know. I'd like to know more about the holiday. Also, I Kwanzaa may not even be in December. I just, I don't know when Kwanzaa is. And, uh, you know, that's that. Um... This week, uh, so I, like I said, I, I started a new, uh, new job. I'm working at this real cool company, and uh, so that's kind of why I've been a little absent from the podcast scene. <sighs> Excuse me, I had Chinese food. Now it's like not sitting well in my tummy. Um, but uh, being back in New York City, I will tell you, I see some wild shit. Some absolute fucking maniacs wander the streets in New York City. I, and it's not even just, cause like, look, I could go on for days about the homeless population. That's a whole beast within itself. I'm just talking everyday fucking people, just regular cretins. Like they are, it's like men in black. There are just these fucking crazy, strange, dumb fucking people walking around in everyday people bodies. And you'd never know until you're at a... A, a red light and you're about to cross the street and they're just standing there or they almost get hit by a car or they, I don't know, stand in line for something and then realize after five minutes of you being behind them that they're not supposed to be in line and they don't know where they are. And it blows my fucking mind that not only, like obviously these people exist and obviously and unfortunately there are far, far stupider people wandering this earth. Um... But these people are like in suits, so I, I would I would 
I would assume they have professions, careers, jobs that they go to. And they act like that? That guy. That guy who just stood in the line at KFC. And then when it was his turn, he looked up and said, Oh, I thought this was the Pizza Hut line. That fucking guy's got a job. He's in a suit. That guy has a job that requires him to put on a suit in the morning. This is why I don't trust the fucking banks. Because that guy might be a bank guy. Whatever the fuck they're called. And I don't want that guy managing my finances. Because he doesn't even know how to fucking read a giant neon sign. One with a slice of pizza on it. And the other with a racist guy's head. Alright, I don't get how you can be so unaware of your surroundings. And especially like, New York City is just a sensory overload. You can't, I don't see how it's possible to not be hyper aware of your settings in New York fucking city. In any city for that matter, but I mean, New York City. Every time I walk around, every time, is there a car coming? Uh, this person standing too close to me, walk past this guy, don't get stabbed, don't get robbed, don't get stabbed, don't get shot. Uh, go around these tourists, uh, yell at this tourist, don't get stabbed, don't get shot, don't get run over. In repeat, every time I'm on the street in New York City. How you could walk around with no thoughts at all is so fucking absurd to me. So crazy. And there's there's millions of them. There are millions of these motherfuckers that are just walking around doing God knows what. God knows fucking what. Just walking around. It's crazy. If you've never been to New York City to experience this, or if you've been but have never experienced this shit, go and just wander for a day. Just to get this frame of reference, so when you go back to your regular place, your regular town you live in, you'll appreciate it more. You'll appreciate all the little nuances of where you live. Um... Because it sure as fucking hell ain't that place. Now, I love New York. I love New York City. I love being there. I love working there. I love all the culture, the food. I love the people. All those fucking morons who stand on the street corner. I, It's part of the reason I love New York City. I like interacting with morons. Believe it or not. I like when I'm in that fucking line at the KFC... And this guy doesn't realize he's in the Pizza Hut line. I like being able to look at that guy and saying, Are you fucking serious, man? And him saying, Oh, I don't know. I like that. I like that. It feels it feels good to me. It feels good because it makes me know that I'm not a fucking moron. You know? Or at least I'm not that much of a fucking moron. Um, But the other side, which again, this is like more of the excusable side, is the fucking homeless people. Dude, they are on some other shit. You watch like a... They need to have homeless montages. Like a... I'm gonna start like a world star and it's all for homeless people. Just doing wild shit. I was in... I was in that fucking KFC. Literally that same time I was in that KFC. Which... I don't know why I'm in KFC. Alright, first of all. First of all, KFC, they, they have the $5 fucking fill up meal fucking chicken box. Whatever it's called. Yeah, no, 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 no. In New York City, it's fucking eight eighty six. Suck me. Are you kidding me? Fuck out of here with that bullshit. Um, but I'm in that KFC, and I just I, I you know when you can like feel someone encroaching on your space, 
like someone just getting real close to you and you you can feel I feel like I can almost feel when it's going to be a positive interaction or it's going to be negative just by the feeling I get when someone gets close to me. It probably has to do with smells and the way they approach, the speed they approach, right? If someone someone runs up to me and they're standing right next to me and immediately their odor doesn't put me off, um, you know, it's probably going to be an alright experience. You know, you flip that coin. Well, this is what we're talking about right now, baby. This guy slinks. And when I say slinks, I mean literally like fucking Slinky the dog in Toy Story. This guy, like his neck was moving ahead of his body and was catching up. This fucking guy slinks up to me. And before I can even... I, I feel his presence before I get fucking bricked in the face with his smell. This is a... See, now this... He doesn't look exceedingly homeless. He looks like he might be... Like, it looks like he might belong in, like, a... 1992 Seattle grunge fucking punk show. You know, he's in, like, ripped black shirt, a big hoodie. Um, It looked like he was in, what are they fucking called? Those big Jenko jeans... Those fucking crazy ass shit that our parents used to wear for some reason. Um, Alright, I don't think my parents wore them. If yours did, that fucking sucks. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know, look, Google Jenko jeans if you don't know what I'm talking about. But he's dressed like a, almost like those industrial goths that like fucking do the thing. You know, I, never mind. This is, this is dumb shit that I like that I fucking talk about. Anyway, I feel him. I feel him slink into my... My area, my fucking personal space. And uh, before I can even turn around, I just, he's like, hey, listen, I'm really hungry. I haven't eaten in three days. Uh, I'm a schizophrenic, which, first of all, first of all, I think he should leave that off the resume. I don't know why he thinks that makes it more likely for me to want to interact with him, but it's the complete opposite. It's the complete opposite. I want to interact with a schizophrenic less than I want to interact with just a regular hungry person. If he just said, hey man, I'm just, you know, I'm down on my luck. I'm, uh, I haven't eaten, you know, when you're ordering, could you, could you get me some off the dollar menu? I may have, and I think the key word is may have. I may have said, yeah, man, happy fucking holidays. I'll buy you a whatever, I'll, I'll buy you something, all right? But no. He drops, he sneaks in that little I'm a schizo. Nah. Homie, don't play that. Fuck out of here with that shit. Not homeless schizo. You're a regular schizo in a business suit or a pair of khakis and a white tee. Even a polo. Although I don't trust people in polos anymore. It's not 2006. Fucking put that shit away. You wear a button-down, long sleeve shirt like a normal fucking person. If you're wearing a polo shirt, you should be A, golfing. B... 85 or a 11 year old at a bar mitzvah if you don't fit one of those three criterias don't wear a polo because you'll look creepy and i don't want to talk to you um fuck what the hell was i saying oh so yeah the schizo guy homeless guy i don't know his name i didn't ask i would never ask but he uh he says uh could you buy me a chicken little 
And he says, this guy, and he points behind the counter, says, you can buy me a Chicken Little. Well, no shit, pal. I can buy you a fucking Ferrari if I wanted to, but I won't. And also, what's a Chicken Little? What the fuck? I'm, I'm assuming it's something on the menu. And my at first, I was like, I don't even know if I'm going to eat here, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I can't. Now, if you would think that would deter him, you would be very, very mistaken. Because the follow-up comes, and it's not much of a follow-up, but more of just a, can you buy me a Chicken Little again? Uh, so this time I was just like, listen, man, I, I gotta get back to work. Like, I, I'm, in, I'm in a bit of a rush. Like, I'm really sorry, I can't. Now again, if you thought he was gonna stop at that, this movie's making too much money for just the sequel, alright? We're at Toy Story 3 on this one, Okay. This guy's coming back for more, okay? He won't stop trying. He shot his two best shots, okay? Because I said no once, and you know what? The second shot, he might have broke me. But I was strong-willed that day, and I wasn't having his shit. And I said no, alright? And that movie did bad in the box office. I said no, alright? I said... I, I just... I Actually, I didn't say anything. I, I stonewalled this motherfucker. I ignored him. I stood... For about four minutes. And I stared at the menu. Mostly trying to find Chicken Little on the menu. It's not there. I, I If Chicken Little is on the menu. Then I'm either blind or dumb. Because I didn't see it. And I looked so hard. And he's just in my ear. Just, just buy me a Chicken Little. Buy me a Chicken Little. Please buy me a Chicken Little. And I'm. Yeah, excuse me. Oh excuse me. I'm ignoring him, flat out, just done. And he's getting closer and closer to my fucking ear. And I'm like, dude, if I feel anything wet on the side of my head, I am climbing up on this KFC counter, and I'm fucking super fly Jimmy Snooker off this top rope, and this guy's gonna fucking get it. Thankfully, thankfully, it wasn't raining that day, okay? Nothing wet on my face, nothing in the ear, nothing in my fucking beard. But I, t I swear to God, this guy started spitting. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy, I would have lost my shit. Um, and it got to the point where even the manager was like, was like, hey. Get the fuck out of here. Alright, and he was like, I'm not going anywhere until I get some fucking chicken. This guy yells. He yells, screams, I'm not going anywhere until I get some fucking chicken. This is a man on a mission, alright. And I'm not prepared to fuck with this. So I didn't even know what I wanted. But I went around that little divider. Because mind you, I, I, you know, I'm respectful. I didn't know what I wanted. I wasn't standing in line. Standing near the line, but I wasn't in line. Soon as he yelled, nah. Nah. I'm out of there. I got online. I figured that shit out when I got to the front. Did I stumble a little bit? Yeah. A few ums. A few, uh, you know, a few stalling, stalling vocalizations coming out of me to make sure... That I picked the right choice. I did get the $5 box. Wasn't fucking $5. Like I said it was $8.86. But I dipped. I was not fucking standing next to this guy. Well, he starts screaming. And having a full blown meltdown adult tantrum over chicken. Uh, the, the, guy, the guy says uh, I'm going to call the police. And for those of you who don't know. That idea doesn't really scare New York City homeless people. A, because they're not going to get arrested. Like, 
with almost certainty, they're not going to get arrested. They're just going to get, they're going to, hey, get out of the KFC. All right, fuck you. All right. And they go do something else. There's bigger fish to fry than a guy screaming about chicken in a KFC. They're not going to arrest this guy. But the other thing, and this is what he said, he was yelling, uh, go ahead, send me back to Rikers. I just got out this morning, which I know is not true because he hadn't eaten in three days. So one of those things is a lie. I don't trust him. Also, I'm forgetting that he said he was, in fact, schizophrenic. Um, so, can't really trust him just off that basis. But, uh, but he's yelling, send me back to Rikers. He goes, I like it there. I like it there. Send me back, motherfucker. I want some fucking chicken. Dude, he at this point is screaming. People started dispersing like it was a mosh pit at a metal show. They were opening up. This guy was opening up this pit, okay? People were just out of there. People were like, I'll eat something else. I I, I, I paid for my meal already. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'll go somewhere else. It's okay. The, people were leaving. You know your boy stayed because I'm always down to see some shit, okay? If this guy was going to get body slammed by a cop or, you know, this guy was going to hop the counter and steal chicken, I was, trust me, I want to be there. I want to see it, okay? Um, but I think he ended up just leaving peacefully, believe it or not. Like, he was so not peaceful. And then in an instant, he just was okay. And as he was leaving, graced by the gods above, some skinny prick couldn't finish his KFC. And as he's walking out, these two star-crossed souls cross paths at the garbage bin. And the guy says, are you going to finish that biscuit and that drumstick? And the, 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 the nice skinny patron who couldn't finish his meal says, no, do you want it? And this motherfucker finished this guy's leftover food like an absolute fucking G. Okay? You know how much of a fucking G you have to be to disrespect bacteria and just completely not give a single shit? Listen, this is a stranger. You are taking half-eaten food off of a stranger's plate. This guy could have eaten at Chipotle the day before the romaine lettuce thing, and he could have got a lettuce burrito with nothing else inside of it, and he could be crawling with E. coli. And this sick fuck finished his food that is a complete disregard for your health and i gotta respect it i have to you have to respect that little care for your own life because that's just some wild shit that i know i will never have i will never care about my life that little and sometimes i wish i did you know sometimes i wish i could while out a little and eat a half-eaten biscuit and chomp on some motherfuckers half-eaten chicken but you know i can't do that because it's gross. And because I'll get E. coli. And I'll be sick. But goddamn. That's, the, that's, that's my least favorite thing about this whole homeless thing. Is it never... The situation never climaxes. There's all this buildup and potential for this crazy situation. That I'm about to witness. And it never fucking happens. Last year I followed two homeless guys for 23 blocks. They were screaming at each other, threatening to stab each other, and I followed them with my phone out for 23 blocks, okay? Just waiting 
waiting to yell world star. And after, I, mind you, I was going somewhere. We just happened to be walking down the same street for that long. And they kept walking when I got to my destination. I got to the bus depot and I was like, fuck. I'm here where I gotta be. And these guys never fucking stabbed each other. 23 blocks I walked. And I, trust me, I slowed down. When, 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 they, when they would slow down and like yell at each other in the street, I would like hang back a little bit, pretend to take a phone call or answer a text so that I could like kind of keep up with them a little bit. Fucking jack shit happened. Never happens. Never. Where, 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 where do bum fights happen? You have to incite them, I'm assuming, right? You can, homeless people don't just fight without some sort of incentive, right? Maybe if I had a chicken little. If I, if I worked at a KFC I, or like one of those restaurants, like in the city. Okay. There. Tweet at me. Okay. Triple B underscore pod on Twitter. Are they rest? Are Burger King, McDonald's. Are they restaurants? They're not restaurants, right? They're fast food. Well, no, I guess they're called fast food restaurants. Yeah, but they're. I don't know. I don't consider them restaurants. Okay, they they are fast food. Well, they're like they're joints, fast food joint. They're it's like a place. They're just places. They're places where you can get food, but they're not restaurants. I know they're called that, but I I I don't agree with that that usage of the word for that type of place. Um, but if, anyway, if I owned one of those types of places, let's say I owned a McDonald's, I would make up some crazy sounding fucking. Because I'm still not convinced Chicken Little's real. And this might be what happened. I might just be having the same idea as this guy. I would make up the name of some ridiculous fucking meal that I could tell homeless people to go ask if someone will buy them. Oh, yeah, fucking welcome to McDonald's. Uh, oh, you're hungry? Well, you can go ask one of the other patrons patrons if uh, they'll uh, they'll buy you a boogie burger. Yeah, 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 it's real, it's real. Yeah, no, it's up there, it's up there, it's... Secret, secret item menu. Secret item. Uh, not on the regular menu. Uh, don't usually sell it. It's only 99 cents. It's delicious. And, uh, go ahead. Go ask somebody to buy you a boogie burger. And you gotta fucking watch this guy walk around. Just, cause everyone at McDonald's is gonna know the boogie burger's not real. And it just makes him seem so much crazier. That might have been what he did. Honestly, that, that might be his thing. That... The Chicken Little, I don't think is real. Actually, hold on. I have a computer right in front of me. Let's let's look this up. Okay. Chicken Little. Oh. Huh. Alright, it's real. Looking back, I, I don't know why I didn't think it was real. I couldn't find it on the menu, but I... I should have known that this was a real thing, right? Oh, it doesn't look good at all. Oh. Ew. What the fuck? It's... What is it? It's... A... Oh, this is so gross! It's a piece of chicken, two pickles, a fuck ton of mayo... On a hot dog bun! On a hot dog bun. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the McRib on crack. I shit on the McRib. Because that's fucking dog food. 
peddled as human food. But the Chicken Little, I, I apologize to the McRib because I have now discovered the Chicken Little. It's on a fucking hot dog bun. Chicken, yellow mayo, yellowish. It's like kind of yellow, which is really gross. Two fucking sad pickles on a hot dog bun. That is some redneck fucking shit. KFC, I would have thought you were better than that, okay? Between your delicious biscuits and your good popcorn chicken. Now, I say good because I think good is the best way to describe it. I don't want to get too over, you know, overzealous about it. I think good is a good is, is the right word. But the chicken little, lost all faith. I've lost all faith. Fuck that. I will never in my life eat a goddamn chicken little. Dude. Oh, also, another homeless person thing. Woman standing outside. First of all, standing outside of a Starbucks. Are, are you insane? Starbucks? And she's not. She's saying, can someone buy me a coffee? Excuse me, ma'am. Do you need to perk up for your 8 a.m. meeting? Or are you just going to fucking sit on the street and drink coffee? Go get a fucking meal. Go get food. Something that will fill you up. Not a fucking ice calf fucking mochaccino from Starbucks. Okay? That shit. That is insane to me. Okay? The absolute fucking balls. Listen. And now I don't want to. I don't want this episode to just be the me shitting on homeless people episode. It's not. I understand that a lot of the homeless community is plagued with mental illness and truly, truly just bad, down-on-their-luck, unavoidable misfortune. And I, I get that. And some of it, some of it is drug-induced in misfortune, which, while is their fault, I I do have sympathy. I 100% have sympathy. I understand and recognize that there is a homeless problem in our country not just in New York, fucking LA's worse, San Francisco's terrible, fucking Boston, Chicago, Miami. I, I recognize that this is an issue. But uh, how bad if you're homeless, you don't beg for Starbucks, eh? How about that? How about you fucking knock it down a rung? Go hang out on the corner outside of a bodega and try to get somebody to hook you up with some 99 cent coffee, okay? Even... Even, even if she just wanted a regular coffee from Starbucks. That is some top of the rung, or top rung of the ladder shit as far as coffee goes. Like that, what the fuck? This is like that one time I was in, I was in a chicken joint, not KFC, a regular chicken joint in, uh, in New York. And this woman comes in, same spiel. She's like, I'm, I'm really hungry. Uh, can anyone buy me some food? I'm like, listen, lady, a fucking meal is $13 here. You fuck right off, okay? Get, get out of here. Listen, no one's gonna buy you a $13 meal. But lo and behold, this beautiful soul says, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll buy you. I'll buy you a meal. Go, uh, go on up to the counter and, uh, and order yourself a meal. And he specifies, you know, order yourself something to eat, you know, but one, one thing, just one thing, oh, thank you so much, she's so grateful, she's so grateful, I feel like I'm about to watch this beautiful moment, she gets up there, 
She might as well have just taken it all. She starts going down the menu. Let me get three-fourths quarter white chicken. Can I get a side of mashed potatoes, side of mac and cheese? Can I get a wrap? She orders fucking a side of fries. This guy hears it because it's a small place. This guy hears it. He stands up. And he leaves. He gets the fuck out. He leaves. He leaves her standing at the counter like a fucking dope. So when they bring her this giant fucking duffel bag of food. And they ask her for money. She turns around. And he's gone. He's a gun. And she's like, oh, he was right there. He said he was going to pay. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Okay. Be gone with you. Get the fuck out. That shit was awesome on his part twofold. Because A, he was going to do the good deed. And B, he had the fucking balls to stand up when someone tried to take advantage of him. Now that is obviously an extreme case. But this is this is roundabout. We're playing the same sport here with this whole fucking Starbucks thing, okay? Don't, if, if you want a cup of coffee in the morning, for some odd reason, if, if you are a, a homeless individual and for some reason you need the extra perk of a cup of joe early in the morning, uh, how about you don't stand outside of Starbucks, okay? All right, give that a shot. Maybe, maybe you'll be more likely to get the fucking cup of coffee, huh? Yeah, I think so. Um, what else did I want to talk about? Oh, 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 oh. so if any of you are sports fans, you may or may not have heard about this uh, Dwight Howard thing. If you don't know, Dwight Howard is a NBA basketball player, and uh, apparently he is his his sexuality is now in question. I don't want to impose uh, and label whatever his sexuality is, because I I don't know, and these claims may be not true, they may be very true, they may be somewhat true, who the fuck knows, this, uh, a, um, a transgender woman, transgender, yes, transgender woman came out and said that Dwight Howard, uh, is her ex-boyfriend, now, I don't know if it was specified, now, I think, I think people are kind of, and this is where I'm wondering if it's a, a sort of a telephone game or this is, uh, you know, there's any truth to this, but I've read that people are speculating that, um, that they might have dated before, uh, she transitioned and that Dwight Howard may be gay, um, or she did transition and then he was just dating a transgendered woman. Which is fucking fine, but it, it for, it's all fine. It's all fine. But this this fucking this fuck ass, which by the way is my new favorite favorite insulting term for a, a somebody. This fuck ass posts on Twitter. Now I I can't I can't read it word for word because uh, this guy blocked me, uh, and I can't read it. So I'm gonna do my best. Basically, he posted a picture, and you may have, you may have seen this, but he posted a picture of him and uh, Dwight Howard, and he had very clearly met Dwight Howard somewhere and asked to take a photo, and he now posts, I can't believe that I shook Dwight Howard's homo-ass hands, or something like that, with a crying emoji, I don't know, something incredibly insensitive and offensive along those lines. 
And it's like, bro, you are a fan of Dwight Howard, okay? Now that he's gay, you're gonna be stupid about it? You're gonna act like a dick? No, bro. You're a fucking fan of his, okay? Now, what do you mean you shook his homo-ass hands? First of all, you, sir, have... And I will put very small amount of money on this. I bet that you fucking touched your dick, your own dick, more times than the average gay man has touched any dicks. Okay? No one touches this kid's dick. He blocked me because I, uh, I referred to his receding hairline as, um, I, I referred, or I compared it to, <laughs> to, uh, the Confederate States, uh, cause they are, you know, cause his hairline is seceding from the rest of his fucking face. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I thought it was very funny, to be honest. And, uh, he blocked me. So, um, but yeah, people were shitting on this kid. Like, I think, I, he, I only saw his tweet because Chris D'Elia, uh, who's a comedian, Chris D'Elia, uh, tweeted at him. And he basically shit on him. He fucking hit him with the Grand Slam. And, uh, and then, and then the fucking later he tweeted some shit like, oh, like anyone who, you know, any of you famous people in my fucking, in my mentions who, who want to actually talk about this like adults tweeted me. Bro, you think anyone is falling for your dollar store con artist, you know, shit? You're just trying to get more attention, you prick. This guy also, mind you, he's like, he had a, a fair amount of followers, okay? A fair amount of followers. Like, in the thousands. I think close, like, over a hundred thousand. He's like a, he play uh, he like streams NBA 2K on, on Twitch or some shit. I don't know. But he has a, a sizable following, which I, I, I pray to God is severely diminished by now. But, um, people were like tagging like, uh, Twitch and tagging YouTube and telling them that they need to like demonetize his videos and, uh, unpartner with him on Twitch and all this shit. And I don't, I, I should follow up. I don't really know what happened, but I just wanted to tell that story. Cause I thought what I said was pretty funny and you know, I got to suck my own dick every once in a while. And, uh, and I wanted to say, I wish I could give you his fucking, I wish I could give you his, uh, his Twitter handle. So you guys could go shit on him too, but I don't, I can't fucking, I don't remember it. Um, anyway. Oh, okay. So there was one, one more thing I wanted to talk about before I, uh, I let you guys go. Um, men, guys, this is more. This is more or less for you and uh, ladies, if any ladies are listening. Uh, you might learn something here. Or maybe not, but, you know, you might. So this might be educational. There is a saying that is popular in men's bathrooms specifically. Usually public bathrooms. Um, specifically urinals. That is, uh, uh, shake it. If you shake it more than twice, you're just playing with it. Which, for women who don't know, um, when a man urinates, he has to shake his dick a little bit, I guess, to get the rest of the pee out. I don't know. 
like a whatever. It's just like a thing that happens. But it's like it's kind of like a way to say like, "Hey, hurry up." Um But but how about this guy? I'm going to shake my dick as many times as I need to so that when I put it back in my pants, I don't want to piss myself, okay? Because that's what happens. Okay? A guy who takes a piss at a urinal for some reason puts his dick back in his pants and immediately continues to piss inside of his pants. I think, right? This isn't just me, right? I'm assuming this is this is a, a more general problem. It happens to me all the time. And it may have to do with the strength of my dick hole and the are there muscles in your I don't know. But it's a, so like dude, I'm going to I'm going to shake as many times as I need to. So that I don't pee my pants, bro. Because when I step away from this urinal and I start to walk, all of my muscles will begin to relax and go back to their normal place. And I'm gonna, there will be a, a, at least, at least a little bit of pee in my fucking, in my boxers, okay? What, what, is, do, do women rush other women in, in bathroom situations? Like, and again, women don't have urinals. Uh, for obvious reasons, um, but it, uh, like it's it's like you think that's like if you shake it more than twice you're playing with it. That's some that's crazy to say to a person. It's funny to think and it's like a haha like old man joke, but to say that to another person is insane. But even a step higher than that is to like fucking bang or like do like a little back backwards knuckle tap. You know that one. Or like you just flick your wrist with the knuckle out and you tap on the stall door and you give like a, hey buddy, hurry up, huh? And then I got to be in the bathroom like, all right, like, dude, first of all, first of all, if I'm in a public bathroom and I'm in a stall, trust me, I'm taking as little time as I possibly can, okay? I'm not fucking sitting on my phone in a public bathroom. This isn't my house. Smells like shit. Smells like a thousand shits. Smells a little bit like dick. There are very, very long pubic hairs everywhere. I don't know who they came off of or who hasn't shaved in uh, their whole life, but there are sometimes giant pubes, like long, like longer than the hair on the top of my fucking head, just strewn about. Okay, so I don't want to be in here at all. I want nothing to do with any of this. I have to be in here. And trust me, as soon as I can leave, I'm out. Like, immediately. So you fucking knuckle tapping on the back of the fucking door. You're not hurrying me up, pal. Because I only go by one clock and it's the clock that's in my asshole. Okay, and you're not it. So you telling me to hurry up doesn't make my bowels go, Oh yeah, this fucking fat ass has to take a shit, hurry up. No, my ass doesn't have... And my bowels don't have a brain or ears and they don't understand what you want, man. So stop knocking on my fucking door and the knuckle tap, mind you, the knuckle tap is way, way less aggressive than the, than the closed fist pound, which like if someone's pounding, if you're pounding on a stall door, you better be 90, 95% sure that there is a dead person in there. Okay. Otherwise don't do that shit. If you do that, the person who comes out of the stall uh, should be able to hit the other person. That should be acceptable recourse for you doing that. 
Um, but yeah, so, can anyone explain if if anyone is a doctor? No doctors listen to this. If anyone knows a doctor, or if anyone goes to the doctor, if any of my listeners go to a doctor, okay, ask him why why there's always a little bit of piss hanging out in your your tube, okay, like a fat kid clogging up a slide on purpose, like Spider-Man gripping to the inside of a water park slide, clogging up 15 fucking kids, right? So as soon as you zip up your pants, he lets go. And all the kids come rushing out, except it's piss and it's into my boxers. And if I'm wearing light colored jeans, it looks like I piss myself. So then I got to go to the, well, I kind of, no, I, I kind of did piss myself a little bit at least. Then I got to go to the, to the, to the sink and I got to wash my hands. And then if there's someone else in there, I got to do like a hoops and I got to like accidentally splash like a bunch of other water, like on my pants area. So it looks like I just splashed water on myself. And you know, if need be, I have someone else to corroborate the story that I, yeah, no, it's just water. Um, but that's a thing that I have to do. Is there, is there kegels for your, for your pee hole? Can I be doing that? Is there something I can do so that I don't. I don't piss myself after I take a piss every time. I mean, and this isn't like, I'm not old. This has been happening to me for a long time. And I think this is something that everyone deals with, right? This can't just be me. It can't. I don't know. Like I said, ask your doctor, get back to me, tweet at me. Uh, let me know. Cause I'm interested. We are, Hey, I went longer than I wanted to. All right, let's, let's fucking close this shit out. All right. Uh, my name is James. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here another week. Um, I hope this wasn't too bad. Just me on here. You know, who knows? Um, I'm probably going to listen to it before I put it out just to see what it sounds like. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't edit this shit because I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't have time. So, and I don't want to. I like the fact that it's, it's a little raw. It's raw. All right. And, uh. So yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this was episode 18 of the Boys Brews and Beyond podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, as I mentioned, at triple B underscore pod. Um, you can send us an email at boysbrewsandbeyond at gmail.com. You know the deal. If you want to sponsor the podcast, send me some stuff. Uh, have me promote anything of yours on the podcast, your business, your merchandise, your your podcast, your music. Uh, if you make music, send it to me because I fucking, I still want to do a music podcast. I, or a music episode, not a whole new podcast, but a music episode. I love music. Um, so send me some stuff. All right. Um, thanks guys for listening and I'll see you next week. Peace.